their dog is like off leash and like humping all the other dogs running up to other oh. dogs. <laughs> call call him on it. Just go I'm sorry, for it. I don't know where he gets that from. Shut up, Karen. Your dog does that every time you come to this damn dog park, and I can tell you I've seen it. Hello, people with a dog. This is the With a Dog podcast, a podcast for the modern dog parent. I'm your host, Carly, and I interview veterinarians, trainers, products, and some really awesome fellow pet parents about how you can get the most out of life with a dog. This week, I have the one, the only dog park bitch on the podcast, aka Miranda. So, Miranda is the host and creator of another podcast for dog moms called The Dog Park Bitch. We decided to do something a little different than usual. We decided to do a two-part interview. So part one is her interviewing me on her podcast. So go over and listen to part one first because it blends into this episode so I hate to tell you guys, you know, as you just turned on this podcast and just turned on this episode to be like, actually, pause this one and go to the other one. But that's exactly what I'm telling you. Go to part one on the dog park bitch. You can find her anywhere podcasts are listened to. So Apple, Spotify, other, and then come back here and listen to part two. And the reason I say that is she interviews me on her part one, but we also kind of talk about like podcasting and our experience with like the dog community and Instagramming, and maybe we spill the tea on some stuff that's a little shady that has happened to us since we started podcasting. We start the conversation. We start spilling the tea on her episode, like on the episode that is over on her podcast, on part one. And then we round it out on this episode, part two. So go listen to part one, her interviewing me, Come back here, listen to part two, then you'll know what we're talking about when we jump into this interview about how shady shit happens and how there's some receipts that are read and it's very, very interesting. But once you're done with part one, part two, this episode is I interview Miranda and talk a little bit about her dogs, why she started her podcast, and also... Miranda's podcast name the dog is The Dog Park Bitch, but the old name when she had a co-host was Shitty Dog Moms. So during this part two interview, we kind of kept those themes and we both talked about how sometimes you have to be a bitch at the dog park. And then we also talked about shitty dog parents. Guys, we go off about things that bother us about other dog parents. A few weeks ago, I asked all of you what bothers you the most about other dog parents. And so I list a few of those in this part two episode. And then I also I'm putting them on my Instagram. So I've put them on my Instagram stories for with a dog Wednesday, but I'm going to save it as a highlight bubble. That's like shitty dog parents or something like that. So you can find that as a new highlight bubble if you're listening to this after the stories on Instagram disappear. I absolutely loved talking to Miranda. She's hilarious. She knows the complications and trials and tribulations of being a dog mom, but she's in the same boat as me. You know, we wouldn't choose it any other way. So I hope you guys enjoy part one and part two. Take a listen now and happy with the dog Wednesday. Let's get into it. And we're back with part two. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. <laughs> okay, guys. So if you listen to part one, you know what we're talking about. Miranda just showed me some receipts off air. And yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Shit, shit's a little shady. Okay. <laughs> and see, here's the thing is, it sucks. And like, if I talk to someone about it in private, I let everybody form their own opinion. I don't sit and say like, you know, this is exactly what happened. I have my side and my receipts so everybody can form their own opinions. And I definitely have my opinions. So, <laughs> but it sucked. It, it really sucked when like I pour my heart and soul into this like hobby slash like side job. And for 
someone else to profit off of it or like benefit off of it. Just kind Mm -hmm. of, it really, really felt like a kick to the stomach. I completely agree. Well, especially since just literally on part one on your podcast, we were talking about how things we learned during podcasting and things that have been hard. And it's like one of them is the whole like comparison and how you put a bunch of effort into something and sometimes don't see the reward. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, when you put effort into something. And someone else sees the reward. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And yeah, so I could, I'm so sorry that happened to you. It, it was um, similar, but to a lesser degree. For, yeah. for me. Um, I showed I showed Miranda my receipts as well. So. Oh, yeah. Okay. So and yeah. that's why when I told you when we first had our like first like initial chat, and you were you were talking about the same thing I was talking about. I'm like, that yeah. was my mind was blown. I was like, yeah. holy, like, I'm not oh, the only one. I'm not the no. only one. It's not just me. I felt validated. Like you said, when I talked about your dogs, I felt validated because yeah. someone else actually sees it too. Yes, no, exactly. It was it was just a bummer. And on the bright side, you and I are connecting and collaborating oh, yeah. and not competing. Well, and that's the way it should be. And we have our own our own thing and like our own thing going for us. And that's the, that's like we didn't know about each other when we started. We just now did we start seeing each other. And we both have like 50 plus episodes. So it's not like we've been we're doing this since the beginning. So we have our own branding, our own thing that's kind of gave it yeah. that's given us our own following. And now we're connecting. I love yeah. that. You know, and if nothing else, we can take pride in the fact that as small creators, we're original. people are wanting to comment or wanting to copy. You know? Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, you I know. know. <laughs> oh, my dad. So when this all went down, sorry, this is another little side rant and we'll get in. I'm sorry. But no, my no, da- no. I told my dad because my dad is like my confidant. He's who I go to for everything. And I told him, he's, of course, he told me the rational thing. He's like, just, you know, let it go. Clearly, someone's jealous of your work. Someone likes your work. They, Someone thinks that you're good at what you're doing. So someone else wants to copy it and someone or someone else wants to imitate that because someone else sees what the potential of what you have. And especially if that someone else is a bigger, bigger person or a bigger, um, what do you call them? Entity or whatever mm, it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm dancing around protective language here, so I don't <laughs> get sued. But <laughs> um, whatever, you know, they that person clearly sees value in what you have. And that should be like a big ego boost. And of course, at the time, I was just pissed and petty. And I was like 21 years old. And I just like, you know, really young and just wanted to like, say fuck you and <laughs> sorry bleep that out if you have to no no, no. My, and my dad's like just let it be let it be and I didn't and then I made my anxiety 10 times worse and then like I came around I'm like you know what dad you were right per <laughs> usual I should have just let it go because what I have is better and I am killing it in what I do and I just have to like not let and that kind of shit get me down that's the thing and that's the thing you have to like believe that your stuff is better. And, you know, because they say like imitation is the highest form of flattery. Yes. It's like, I remember in school, you know, you would get the, <laughs> this one time happened, I got like a new haircut. And then I saw like three other girls get like almost the same haircut, <laughs> which is like, whatever. But, but also, I remember being like, well, shit, they look like 10 times better with that haircut than I do. And, <laughs> and but you didn't like- see that you were the trendsetter because you were so pissed at seeing everyone else getting what you had. Exactly. And so that's the worst feeling is when oh. like, oh, they're doing it better than I did. And so you just have to have confidence in yourself and be like, well, yeah. I did it first. I killed it. And okay, side note, do you, there. do you have yeah. siblings? Yeah, I have a younger sister. Okay. This is why we're vibing. <laughs> I feel like it's my older sister, like, I don't want to say jealousy, but my older sister, like, coming out in me because whenever I would do something cool, my little sisters would copy everything I did and then I'd get pissed and I'd change what I was doing so that I did something different and then they did it again. And I would just keep getting pissed off and getting in this cycle. So I feel like it's like a big sister vibe kind of thing. I totally agree. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's a reason that we're getting so triggered by this. It's because it's oh. so true. My younger sister, we're like very good friends now. I love her to death, but she is like skinnier, prettier, hotter, like funnier. And, you know, just like all the things. And I was just like, 
I was, it was totally the whole thing growing up. It was like she could wear like crop tops and everything and my mom would let her and then, but my mom would see me in that and she'd be like, no, you can't wear that. Okay. Yeah. Like, this is why we vibe. <laughs> it's, it's so true. It's so true. This is exactly why we get along so well. Okay. Um, now that, now that all of the listeners have yeah. been exposed to our deep insecurities about our childhood trauma, let's reel it back. And let's yes. introduce you to the listeners. <laughs> Hi, <Okay>. everybody. <laughs> Give us, briefly introduce yourself and your dogs to the listeners. Okay. Hi, everyone. My name is Miranda. I'm the dog park bitch. I also am not as crazy as I just sounded. I feel like I just had to pour that out. Um, <laughs> sure. I, sure. I'm a dog mom of three dogs. Uh, recently, I just adopted my third dog and it has been a roller coaster. Um, <laughs> so I have, I'll start off oldest to youngest. I have a Shiba Inu who's five years old. His name is Zeke. He is a prick and that is his personality. He's mostly Justin's dog. I am the evil stepmother to him and he is the shitty stepson to me. That is our dynamic. I love, I love your dynamic. Um, <laughs> he plots my death all the time. And then I have Oakley, who is my golden child. He was my first puppy. I rescued him, uh, or I rehomed him slash rescued him. And he is a great Pyrenees. He's going to be three coming up pretty soon here. And he is all thoughts and vibes. That's it. Love it. Oh, wait, no, it's all wait, vibes, no, no th thoughts. No yeah, thoughts, yeah, yeah. all vibes. No That's thoughts, honest. all vibes. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. He is, <laughs> he is no thoughts, all vibes. That is his personality. Um, and he's my golden child. And then we just rescued Miss Annie. So yes, we have Annie and Oakley. People love it. I think it's cute. <laughs> um, we rescued her from Dallas Animal Services a couple months ago. We're coming up on two months now. And she is a Great Pyrenees Border Collie puppy, which we did not expect. We were told she was three years old, but she is definitely under one. And she has crackhead energy. And we refer to her as our uh, sewer panda because she loves like, you know, like a raccoon. They're called like trash pandas. But she's even worse because she likes to get even dirtier than raccoons. <laughs> so dirtier than raccoons. Yes, she's our sewer panda. Sewer she panda. always, she like gets car sick and gets like, her her underneath her neck gets so like covered in drool that she looks like she crawled out of a sewer. That's all I can explain it as. Okay. I love the whole <laughs> you have like the whole range of dogs. Yes. And I love that. I love that he like Zeke's just like I'm a bit crazy, but like Zeke doesn't give a fuck about evil. anything. It's his world. Exactly. We're just living in it. Yeah. And then you just have like the kind, like, I'm Oakley. I'm so nice. I'm and a cool. big potato. And, yes. And then you have like, I'm crazy. Psycho. Um, um, okay. So that's you. And that's your three dogs. And yes. you live in an RV. Let's I talk do. about that. Yeah. Just recently, my husband and I sold everything in our apartment. And um, we bought a travel trailer and a truck and we are traveling the U S currently we got out of Dallas. We went to Austin from Austin. We went to Lubbock from Lubbock. We went to Santa Fe for a day and that was a ride. And from Santa Fe for a day, we went to, um, we're in Northern New Mexico. We don't like to disclose exactly where we're at so that people can't find us. That's smart. <laughs> It's smart. We're not on the run. I want to I want to just, you know, put that there. We're not on the run. We just like to be hippies and not people not know where we are kind of thing. I like that. I like that. That's the goal. Yes. Really though. <laughs> um it and yes, we're living with three dogs in a travel trailer and two of the three dogs are a large dog breed and it, it's we're learning. Um so far it hasn't been cramped. They're all kind of like learning where their spot is and what they want to do and um, the biggest thing is just getting Annie her exercise. Hold on one second. Mm -hmm. Justin just came home. You want to put her on a leash and take her? He's just, he's grabbing a beer and taking Annie out. So hold on one sec. Okay. But yeah, so I was talking about on the road, yes. where we've been, where we don't want people finding us. Oh, oh, Annie. Yes. So the biggest thing that we've run into with being on the road is just getting Annie the proper exercise because she is like our other two, Zeke and Oakley are super lazy. They will, they, even in the apartment, they slept all day. Zeke will, Zeke refuses to go outside. Like, honestly, if we could just get, and we talked about this in one of my podcasts, Justin was on and he's like, if we could just get him a litter box and he never had to go outside, <laughs> he would be the happiest dog in the world. I'm like, that's not a dog. That's a cat. Yeah. 
That's because he's a Shiba Inu, and that's like a whole – he's a whole different vibe than a lot of we, other breeds. <laughs> the the craziest thing that happened on the road – okay, well, there are two crazy things. Do you want yeah, me to yeah. share Tell some me, of that? I want – yes, I want to know your crazy, like, life on the road <laughs> stories. What has been happening? So the first one was when we were in – we were outside of Lubbock. We weren't in Lubbock. We were outside in a smaller town called Slayton, and we were at this RV park. It was super nice, and everybody was friendly. We were invited um, one night to go play dice and, like, just sit outside, and it was the 4th of July weekend. So I was like, fine, we'll go out and do that. And um, we were playing. I was winning, of course, because I just had that winner's luck. And <laughs> there was a lady that was sitting next to Justin. And we brought Zeke with because he's not terrified of fireworks. He actually watches them. When he hears the boom, he'll look up in the sky and wait to see. He's a psycho. I don't understand him. That's great. That's so cute. <laughs> so we brought him with while we were playing. And this lady kept telling Justin how she had a Shiba Inu. And she was like, I had to give him up and blah, 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 blah. And she goes, he's so pretty. Oh, I, he wants to come home with me. And I'm like, mm. Mm don't say that and then <laughs> that's that that i get crazy tiktok i get crazy i get crazy i was you're, that was going yeah no you're sitting like, there and you're just like this woman's gonna steal my dog i had the death yeah. glare anyway yeah. so she was telling Justin. she goes are you sure you don't want to get rid of him and i'm like oh, <gasps> fuck? and she goes i'll give you 200 dollars." now i know she no. was slowly i th- i think to begin with she was joking because she's like I'll give you $200. He loves me. Come on. And then Justin's like, nah, nah, he's worth way more than that. And she goes, it's later through the night. She goes, I'll give you $500. And he's like, no, sorry. He's my baby. And then like another side note, there was actually, an- there was a lady that was playing dice with us and she had a baby in her arms, but the baby was so chill. Nobody realized she had the baby. And the lady that was offering to buy Zeke got up to go smoke and she goes, I just don't want to smoke around the baby. And here's Justin going, oh, it's okay. Zeke's far enough away. And I'm like, she wasn't talking. Everybody starts laughing because we are those dog parents. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, no, we we're talking about the actual baby. He goes, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, my God. Okay. It was it was a weird night. And so, and then the lady kept asking. She's like, you know, I see you walking the dogs in the morning. If you want, I have nothing to do. I would love to walk him. And I'm like, thank God we're leaving tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It's like on one hand, you could be like, like in best case scenario, she's like, she was someone who's lo- Yeah, she's joking and, she and lonely. lonely. Obviously wanted a dog of her own. She would probably maybe been drinking a bit and was like taking oh, the joke was, a little too far. No, she wasn't drinking. Oh, well. It's like, okay. She was sober, but yeah. That's best case scenario. But also, <laughs> pretty sure that that was not the scenario. It sounds like this woman was trying to I know, and- steal your dog. <laughs> so we, Justin and I have like, after Lady Gaga's dogs got stolen, like that whole thing, we are very cautious on when people ask what kind of dog he is. We really just say, oh, we got him from the shelter. He's a mutt or he's a corgi mix or something to not make mm-hmm. him a Sheba because Shebas are like, now with Dogecoin being super fucking popular, everybody wants a Shiba and nobody's yeah. willing to take care of them or pay the price. And we got him for free. I'm just gonna throw that out there. We rescued him. So yeah. But still, we don't we, we're very cautious on what we say about him. Yeah. Uh, that's smart. but that was that was the first like crazy thing. And that was in Lubbock. And then we went to Santa Fe for a day. We had to stop because the truck barely made it. And so we pulled up to the KOA in Santa Fe and I had a dream. Uh, so I fell asleep at 9.30 and I woke up at 11. And when I woke up, I felt like I, I felt like for sure when I checked the clock, it was going to be like three, four o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. It was 11 o'clock. So I'm like, okay, mm, it was just weird. And then, so when I woke up, I woke up because I was having dreams about aliens. Okay. Like <laughs> do with this as you will. Are you sure but you I didn't was- like partake in some, <laughs> some no. stuff in Santa Fe? <laughs> I no 100% I did not I wasn't even drinking we had like a really long day because the truck was having issues nonstop. so like I thought for sure when I woke up it was gonna be like almost five o'clock in the morning no it was 11 o'clock I felt like I had a great night's sleep except for I had dreams about aliens but I can't remember what happened in the dream now it gets even weirder so Justin wakes me up freaking out at 3 a.m and he's like like Oh my god, Miranda, Miranda, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I look yes. over and he he woke up in a pool of blood <gasps> from his nose. Like he had a, a bloody nose, and not just like a normal bloody nose, it was a lot of blood. Yeah. Like a ton. And we had to basically like thank God I had a pillow protector on that, but that pillow would have been trashed. I couldn't mm-hmm. clean the sh- I don't I don't it hasn't came out of the sheets yet. And he said he was up from 3 a.m. to about 4 30, almost 5, still bleeding. 
so weird. So uh, I don't know if an alien guys- went through his nose or what <laughs> happened. I don't know. It was the weirdest shit. It was so weird. Or like someone slipped you some drugs or so i don't know oh my god we had so no scary. contact with anybody it was just it was so weird that's so uh, weird did you guys peace out like the next day like I, we're out well, of yeah. here yeah yeah we did <laughs> but what and the weirdest thing is like we've been to santa fe twice before that and we actually were looking at apartments and whatnot but it's ridiculously expensive for an apartment in santa fe for some ungodly no reason like it's a small town i don't know why it's like the cool hippie place to live it I, is but i met so my expensive. first celebrity there Arnold oh, really? Schwarzenegger. Cool. Yeah. Really? <laughs> it was well, I had seen him a few times because he I grew up in California and he was the governor and like I grew oh, up yeah. in Sacramento where it's the capital. And so I like I'll be had back. seen him in like events or whatever. Yeah. The governor. But yeah, I actually like literally bumped into him at like an art gallery in Santa Fe when I was visiting my grandma down there once. Random story. Oh, that's anyway. Cool. But yes, Santa yeah. Fe. Great so place. Weird. Except I, for the it's, aliens. It's beautiful. Um, but then, yeah, now we're up in northern New Mexico and it's absolutely gorgeous. It's I thought Santa Fe was breathtaking because I'm from Wisconsin. I've never seen mountains before. All I see is literally mountains of cornfields. And then I moved to Tex- North Texas and it's just flat as flat can be. So going to Santa Fe was breathtaking. But then we couldn't get a place long enough in Santa Fe for a good price. So Justin found this place randomly in northern New Mexico and I'm so happy. It's absolutely gorgeous. The dogs love it. We've been on like a bunch of hikes and it's great. Oh, that's so good. That's good that you guys like left the aliens and yes. the people who wanted to steal your dog. Yeah, and I wasn't even like, <laughs> I wasn't even in Roswell. It was Santa Fe. <laughs> like, Well, okay. If you ever want to see some more mountains, definitely make your way up to Seattle because we oh, have really? okay. We We have a lot. It, we it, are... It's actually so annoying because to go on a hike here is like... Like too many people to, well it's a lot of people but also just like they're really hard hikes it's not even just like a let's go for a nice like hike. the elevation it's, is killing me yeah the elevation <laughs> and the switch switchbacks on just like a local hike i'm just like this isn't fun like i'm just like i'm gonna like fall off the side of the mountain right now we we are planning to come to the pacific northwest at some point just so you know so yes. we'll have to meet up in person yes. then we will definitely meet up dog brunch Yes, there's lots of dog-friendly places in Seattle. If I can't bring the dogs, Portland. I am not going. No, you don't have to. You can, like, park in front of our house, too. Great. <laughs> we'll have a picnic. Great. Yeah. Um, okay, so RV life, but let's yes. also talk about the podcast. Yes. The dog park. Give us, like, get every, give everyone a background of what it is and how it started and all of that. Okay, so... A lot of, I don't want to say a lot like I'm a celebrity, but a lot of people knew because I have more episodes as that was we, I started as shitty dog moms um, with a co-host that I was really good friends with. We met at a dog park, her dog peed on me. And that's how we like started talking and became (laughs) friends. And then we realized all we ever did was talk about our dogs. So, and, and we loved listening to the call her daddy podcast and we loved the style. And I said, you know, why don't we just like, do this and talk about dogs. I'm sure there's other people that want to listen, maybe. And from there, Shitty Dog Moms was born. Um, it was a lot of fun. We just kind of got drunk and talked about our dogs. We had a little bit of an outline, but we were very much like loose and like cussed nonstop. And we had so much fun with it until we kind of we had a breakup, which I do have an episode. If you want to know what happened, you want the tea. It's called "Here's the Tea: What Happened to Shitty Dog Moms." Feel free to listen to that because I do just kind of say exactly what happened to save us some time in this episode. Um, <laughs> and then after our breakup, I hate calling it that, but that's what it is. I, it literally felt like a breakup. Like I, she was like my only friend, good friend I had when I moved to Dallas, and mm-hmm. we were both from different areas, so we both didn't have a whole lot of friends. We were really close, and it just really it felt like a breakup. And it sucked. And I was like crying for days. And Oh, no. <sighs> yeah. Sorry not to go to a sad turn. But then I was like, you know what? I still want to continue this. And so I, in the Shitty Dog Moms uh, podcast, I referred to myself and also my co-host referred to me as the dog park bitch. And <laughs> I'm like, because I am not afraid to stand up and say like, look, your dog's being a little shit. Like, your dog is attacking my dog. Your dog is causing issues with all the other dogs. Like you are the problem dog. Or it was mostly because where we lived at our complex, that's where we met. We had a huge dog park and 
the neighboring complexes didn't have anything for their dogs. So they would sneak into our dog park, but their dogs were assholes. They didn't watch their dogs. They used it as doggy daycare. Mm-hmm. So I would like, we, actually, we were both on different ends of the complex and we would stake out and text each other when certain people we knew didn't live on property would show up so that we could go to the dog park and be like, look, you don't live here. Get the fuck out. <laughs> the amount of times I'm pretty sure I kicked about four people out of the dog park. My husband also was the leasing consultant there. So like, I gave him intel every once in a while to kick yeah. people out, but like only when he really cared to kick people out because the the complex didn't care. So that's why I had to be the dog park bitch because nobody else would be at the dog park bitch. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I love this so much. <laughs> I am that petty, just so you know. <laughs> but if people, okay, you know what? If people are acting up at the dog park, someone also, needs like, to someone needs to be the person to like to regulate yeah. it. Honestly. Well, and when it's something that we pay to have as our amenity and we take care of it, the people that live on the property, we all were like, I formed a group on Facebook because we all wanted to have like play dates and we had events that we all just hosted ourselves. And then when we would see people that didn't live there with aggressive dogs or dogs that weren't fixed or dogs that caused issues, nobody would say anything. I'm like, screw it. I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't want your dog beating up on mine. I don't want my dog picking up bad habits. I'm going to say something. And then it's just kind of, I mean, wherever I go, I just kind of speak my mind and I don't really care if someone doesn't like me too bad I'm probably never going to see you again. <laughs> you know what? Okay, every all of the listeners use Miranda here as an inspiration. If you're at a dog park or if you're somewhere and some dog is acting up and yes. the owners are not paying attention or not calling them on you need to you go for it. Go ahead and call the owner on their shit. Bitch. Their dog is like off leash and like humping all the other dogs running up to other dogs. <laughs> call call him on it. Just go I'm for sorry, it. I don't know where he gets that from. Shut up, Karen. Your dog does that every time you come to this damn dog park, and I can tell you I've seen it. <laughs> for real. Um, I always get back onto the podcast. So yeah. um shitty dog moms was just unfiltered, us being drunk talking about dogs, and then um, coming back when I started the dog park, bitch, I kind of um, tried to formulate episodes to be more as if I was sitting on the bench with someone having a conversation and bringing on people in the pet industry or people who have something to say in the dog mom world or the dog mom community. Um, I'm, I've worked with people with breed restriction dogs. I've worked with different um, small business owners. And I just like to shed light on why, like, the, the pet community slash industry because there's so many different avenues and it's kind of blowing up now that everybody adopted dogs during COVID and people don't really know what to do and they're looking for advice and I'm not giving any sort of like, I'm not giving like medical veterinary advice. It's just things I've learned as a dog mom and other people I bring on that they've learned through their experience as well in the the pet world. Yeah. Well, I can definitely, I mean, I've listened, I've listened to your spill the tea episode and I've listened oh, yeah. more to the, <laughs> the dog park bitch episodes and stuff. And I can definitely tell everyone, all the listeners, it's so great. I love the structure of your episodes of just like oh, thank you. intro questions and, and then like the dog park bench, like topic ideal. Yes. I just, I, I, you paint the picture so well of like, You've def. Everyone has always like struck up a conversation with someone at the dog park, whether you wanted to yeah. talk to someone or not. You end up talking to someone usually, and it's usually mm-hmm. about your dogs or about something. And so I think something it's just to do so, with dogs. It's so uh, appropriate, I think, for well, dog parents. Thank of like you. that is the topic. So I love that. Um, okay, so speaking of dog parks, since you are yes. the dog park bitch. Let's talk about the dog park. Let's do some. Let's talk about. Let's actually combine it. You know what? Let's talk about stupid thing at the dog park, like dog park rants, and then also shitty dog parents, like other people who are actually shitty. Like what makes them actually shitty dog parents? Yes. Yeah. Um. So give give me your top like. Oh my god! I hate it when dog parents are like this or something like that and we also pulled some from the community too that i'm gonna that we can both like share 
So I just had something happen to me the other day and it's, I'm happy that I'm on the, the podcast with you right now because I haven't had anybody to vent to about this yet other than my husband. And he also like, he picks up on the things that like piss me off at the dog park. And he's like, no, your, your opinion's valid. Like I see it too. He doesn't just say, oh, whatever. It doesn't, it's just a dog. No, he sees it too. But that is a good like husband. Have- Someone who validates yes. your crazy, like <laughs> your judgments. Yes. <laughs> 100 percent uh but i haven't had anybody else to vent to about this so i'm happy i have this opportunity um so i was at the dog park in uh it's in like the mountain where we're staying and it's a smaller one but it's it's brand new i actually met the lady that found like founded it or built it or whatever like she raised all the money for it she lives really close to us and she was telling us about it so that's how we found out about it and i went there tried it out it's really cool so the third time we were there um we it was just me and our three dogs and well and justin and then there was another dog there and it was like an aussie mix and they were all playing really good the aussie played with annie because high energy meets high energy and they were just going off Mm -hmm. and then another couple came with two more dogs and they're both like aussie mixes and they all played really well and those were the best parents i've ever seen at the dog park and they were like my parents age maybe a little younger which is really strange because like they're like that generation i feel like they're like it's a dog they're going to the dog park they'll play like they don't really monitor they don't care but these people were like mm-hmm. helicopter parents like me like how i am with oh, my good dogs. yeah so i appreciated it i was like they they were all worried and they said don't worry i'm literally right here i don't i hate when people are like don't worry they're friendly i'm like i didn't say that i'm just like i'm right here if something happens i will pull my dog don't worry about yeah. that i will take care of him mm-hmm. um and they played really good and then this lady came in with like a I don't know, like it, it looked like a, a palm ski mixed with a German Shepherd. Like that's how I can, mm. it, it could have been a puppy German Shepherd Husky mix, but I don't know. Came in and I don't know if that dog had has a very like aggressive play style or if that dog is just terribly socialized, but he came in and caused issues with all of the dogs. We were all freaking out. So we uh, literally everybody grabbed their dogs, started putting them on leashes and started walking to the gate and the lady still didn't do anything. Mm. And then once we all were like outside the first gate, she's like, Oh, I didn't mean to scare you all off. I'm like, you had five, ten, five to ten minutes for to to realize this before we all packed up and were ready yeah. to leave. You ruined everybody. And we were all only there for maybe 10 minutes before she showed up and she ruined it. Like that's so how can annoying. you be so like delusional or like what did I say? Um is it ignorant? Is that the word I want? Like you just like yeah. don't like, how can you be that bad? Like, yeah. I don't understand. No, like, and that's the thing. Because the issue. Yes. Okay. That's the thing, too. It's like, even if your dog is the issue, like, let's say <laughs> for the listener, you know, like you, you're in that position of your dog is the issue. I feel like acknowledging it and, you know, con- I don't want to say like controlling your dog, but like bring him into a sit or bring him into like whatever, you know, take him Proper out. Proper socialization. Exactly. You just like, so, because I feel like. Izzy, you know, my uh, my previous co-host, she was in that situation. Her, her dog, Arthur, is a corgi and can get a little bit too, like, herding breed on some people or on some dogs and, and can get a little bit much. And she has to just, like, grab him and be like, okay, like, we're going to take a second. We're going to take a breather. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and she verbalizes to the o- other owners saying, like, I'm sorry – you know, he doesn't like puppies. I'm going to, I'm going to go this way or like whatever, Mm -hmm. or just stuff like that. And I've had to do that with Albus too, of he can get really um, high contact and high vocal play style. And sometimes that's a little bit unnerving to other dogs and to other owners and which I totally recognize. So I'm like, Hey, Mm -hmm. you know, sorry, he's very playful. He's, you can tell though, he's like, he's just very vocal right now. You know, I'll grab him. We have to do that with Zeke. Yeah, Zeke it, just sounds like an ass. Like as soon as we we're, we're always like he is literally the grumpy old man that wants nobody to touch him. I'm very sorry. He's going to sound mean. He will not do anything to your dog. I promise you. Like Zeke doesn't he doesn't do shit. He's all bark and no bite. So I I do reassure them but I said honestly like I'll be right here. So if something happens, I will take care of it yeah. because that's that's on Zeke. Exactly, exactly. And it's like I think that's the thing. It's like if you as an owner as a dog, mm-hmm. you know, as an owner at the dog park, see that the other owners are like aware and doing something about it, then it's like, it doesn't even matter. Like, then you're like, cool, fine, you got it, you know? But if they don't do anything about it, that's when they become the shitty dog shitty. parents. People are ridiculous. Ugh. Okay. I do, I did want to bring up what the, there's a very specific 
breed of person (laughs) (laughs) that I see when I talk about shitty dog parents and like oh my god I'm so excited okay I feel like you've seen them but I don't know if it's just like a thing in Dallas so please correct me if I'm wrong um since Dallas is so like businessy you've got like the the finance bros and you've got like those the the guys the men that are in the between like late 20s like 25 to probably like 38 like they're not quite 40 yet they're still in that that area and they're single so they get a dog to help them pick up girls at the bar or like you know wherever they go yeah but they always get a dog that is like high energy that they don't have the time to take care of so it's always like a point a german german pointer or german Mm -hmm. shepherd or golden doodle or an aussie or like some sort of high energy breed that they they just want for the aesthetic and Mm -hmm. for the fact that they can like you know go to a patio and like pick up chicks and they show up at the dog park and their dog is so poorly trained and now, oh, I have to explain what the per- the guy looks like so that you get what I'm saying when I say the name. Okay. So they always dress in like those like shorter, um, like khaki shorts, but they're always like colored. Mm-hmm. And then they have like the button up or the quarter zip with a um, puffer vest over it. And it's usually like Patagonia, everything. They've got Birkenstocks and like Ray-Ban sunglasses. And like they have like the brands that they have to have to like, yeah. or like the boat shoes or whatever you call those. I forgot those are called. Yeah, the yeah. Berries. Berries. Yeah. yeah. That is a Brad Chatter Kyle. That is what I have come <laughs> to the conclusion of. Brad they only Chatter drink Kyle. like the crafty beers. And so in, in Dallas, we have this thing called Mutts, which is like a dog park bar. It's straight chaos. It sounds like a great concept, but it's not. It's absolutely awful. And I do not recommend it. Um, the food is good. The beer is good. The idea Why is it awful? Because, I mean, you're mixing alcohol and drunk people and dogs and there's people that it's it's located in an area where there's not a lot of places to take like it's located in the heart of where all the city is so there's like nowhere to take your dog Mm. so people use it as a daycare and they just they take their dog drop their dog off in the dog park go to the bar get their drink get their food while their dog is terrorizing everyone else and they're not in there to take care of it and they think that The people who are there to break up fights are there to like babysit and that's not what they're there for. Okay, so they're over there and they're Sperry's getting drunk while their dog, who probably hasn't had any exercise or socialization or training. I love this. The Brad Chad and Kyle's. I don't feel like I haven't been exposed to that too much in Seattle. I feel like if anything, it's like the opposite. Like people are like too over the top with their dogs of like either like, oh, my little baby or... Like, they're too into the whole dog thing where they have, like... Mm. AKC bloodlines and... Or, well, no, there's a ton of rescues, but they're just, like, they're so over the top. I know this sounds odd because it's, like, I'm a... I have a podcast about dogs, so it's, like, Mm -hmm. you know, if anyone's over the top, hi. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) but, like... There are people at a different level. It's, like, this different level of, like, they're so in love with their dog. And yeah. that's the thing. It's just like, they're just like, oh, well, you know, Penny was a rescue from Thailand and we found her when we were hiking through there. We had to have her home. And so we, you know, rescued her and waited six months for her during quarantine. And she's the best dog in the whole world. While she's like, Penny's like a little weird crackhead dog that's in the corner, like eating something. And yeah. you're just like, okay, calm your shit. Your dog is it's a dog at the end of the, you know like it's like, like those, it's just those like parents those parents that like always talk about their kids like they're prodigies and then you go there and their kid is just like i don't know like has a glue stick upside down trying to put things together yeah and it's not gonna stick yeah like it's <laughs> it's just exactly it's just so it's you're just like okay and you're like and they're like oh yeah she really loves playing with this dog and and you can tell and you're like cool oh, okay cool 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 cool, cool. Like, I'm just like... Insert eye roll here. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, or they're... And, but because that, they're so ignorant to other dog behaviors. So that's the thing. I feel like the good dog yeah. parents are like, they know what their dog is as far as like the good and the bad. And they know the different behaviors that different other dogs can exhibit that could be an issue or could be actually like maybe look like an issue, but could actually be fine. And it's like, mm-hmm. those are the good parents where you're just like... They're chill. They know what's up. And 
And the ones that are like over the top of like, well, this is how Penny plays. So all the dogs at the dog park need to play that way. And it's like, well, Penny's kind of weird. So um, <laughs> I'm really sorry for any listener whose dog's name is Penny. I literally pulled that name out of my ass. So it is not against anyone. I promise. It's same same with anybody named Karen, Brad, Chad, or Kyle. Um, it's actually funny because in season two of my my podcast, not to put a plug here, but I had um, <laughs> I had a, a lady come on whose name was Karen, and she she has um. She has an account called The Pretty Mutt and she does like illustrations and like uh, sustainable dog stuff. And anyways, I had her on the podcast. I'm like, you are not the Karen I talk about. I hope you're not offended. She's like, I think it's hilarious because I'm so not that Karen that you talk about, but I can see it. Yeah. And so (laughs) nobody like when we say names on the podcast, like it's like nine times out of 10, we're just pulling it out here to like give an explanation or example. So yeah, exactly. Sorry if your name is Brad, Chad or Kyle. Okay. Well, I think... (laughs) We have ranted about oh, shitty yeah. dog parents I mean, enough. I can go. I can we keep could, going if you we want. We can 200% go. Well, okay. Speaking of, I pulled a list from the community of like all of the listeners. I asked you guys on Instagram. I was like, what are shitty dog parent? Like, what what are things that bothers the crap out of you about other dog parents like that they do? And so I'm going to put the full list on my Instagram stories. So hopefully everyone it'll still like be up there, but maybe I'll save it as like a highlight or something of like things to Mm -hmm. not do. But yes, yeah, a few of them are these are the ones that got the most submissions, though, is off leash dogs when they're not supposed to be off leash. Can I can I talk? Yeah, yeah, go for it. (laughs) I just I just want to say and I think we have slightly opposing views at for to a certain extent. Um, I, I, I feel like off leash dogs makes me the most mad out of literally anything and and i'm i feel very strongly about it i my biggest irrational fear is that one of my dogs get loose from a leash or a collar and run away and i can never get them back so i like the harnesses i have have double loops have like double uh hooks to put them on so if one breaks the other is still there like i i that that kind of person so when i see dogs off leash i just like freak out because i'm like do you not care about your dog Mm -hmm. like I don't un- I don't understand the the thought process and nine times out of ten when I see off leash dogs it's them it's a dog that is poorly trained that does not listen to commands on yes. like a trail which I've run into a few times recently like if your dog doesn't come to you with a single with any command then they should not be off leash mm-hmm. um, I don't care if they stick next to you they should be able to come to a command. Yeah. The other one is like, I always see, and I don't know if it's a Dallas thing, if it's a big city thing. I grew up in a smaller city, so I never really saw it, but dogs off leash, like people are just too lazy to put their dogs on a leash. So they'll just like let them out of their apartment and let them walk around close to a busy street for, because they're too lazy to walk them. I'm like, I don't understand. I really don't understand this. Okay. That's my biggest thing is when people are walking their dog off leash where there's cars nearby. If you're in like a massive field and your dog is off leash and you can actually, as you said, they can come to a command. Like, they actually listen to you. They're not going to, like, sprint off or mm-hmm. if they see another dog or something, they're not going to be like, see ya. They will actually listen. That I kind of am like, okay, yeah, have them off leash, like, if they listen to you. But if mm-hmm. there is any type of danger around, any, like, busy street, even if it's a neighborhood street where cars drive, I'm like, no, mm-hmm. have them on the leash, flat out. And people, they they just treat, and I've seen it because I've lived in apartment complexes for the last like three years, and I just see people that are too fucking lazy to walk their dog or even walk their dog to the dog park that's on property. So they just let their dog go off off leash because it's easier for them. And I'm like, you at any point, this property might be slightly gated, but there are are like gates to get out. They can get out either side and they're gone forever. Do you know how many like lost dogs I've seen in apartment complexes? Like it just pisses me off. And then not only is it for your dog's safety, but it's for pedestrian safety. It's for drivers on the road safety. Mm-hmm. It's for other dogs who are leash reactive or dogs that are reactive that are on walks. They don't want random dogs coming up to them and just saying hi because they yeah. don't like that. Um, people who are allergic, kids, I can go on. It's yeah. for everyone's safety. Like, it's I, cool. I, Sorry, I got to end it there because I'm going to sound like a bitch. <laughs> You are the dog park bitch. I I am. (laughs) No, no, no. I I completely agree. It's one of those things. It bothers me so much when people are like, oh, he would never run into the street or something like that. And it's like, okay, what if there's literally a full pizza in the street and like you would have no way. 
Yeah, like what if they're chasing a squirrel? What if there's like literally like a bunch of food in the street or something? Or what if a car hops the curb, you know, like loses control, hops yeah. the curb? You have no way to like yank your dog out of the way if needed. Anyway, okay, yes. So off-leash dogs. Off-leash dogs. Don't do it. (laughs) Next one, putting their own interests or desires before the dogs. I freaking loved this one because that's that's the Brad, Chad, and Kyle. They're like, I just want to get drunk and I don't care if my Mm -hmm. dog, you know, like, or I want to live in this apartment or whatever. I don't care if there's literally no green space or places to walk the dog or that or like getting a breed for a aesthetic. Like yes. I see those Shibas all the time. Like that's putting your needs before the dog because the, there are Shiba rescues and there's a ton of them and you would be surprised. And I'm just using Shibas as an example because they're kind of trending right now with the Dogecoin on the rise and I've mm-hmm. seen it like crazy. And there's a lot of them because people will get them not doing any breed research. They just want the aesthetic. They want to say, I have a Shiba Inu. And then a couple months slash a year goes by and they can't, they realize they're the worst dog on the earth to train because they're super stubborn and they shed a ton, like more than a husky and they're tiny dogs and that they're just assholes. And then they like take them back to the shelters because they can't, they're like, this is an impossible dog to have. But yet they did, they put their needs before the dog. And got one for a aesthetic. Exactly. No, that and that was another thing that someone put put on the list where they were like getting the breeds for an aesthetic. And the other thing on the list, this is my last one that like steams me up the most. This is this is the stuff that gets me like so livid and having like a deep anger towards these people is it's kind of like a two-pronged. It's like one, if the dog is not medically cared for. So medically as in, or just like basic care, you know? So if their nails are super long and they're just like, you can tell it's like painful for them to walk on it. Or if they're, they haven't like brushed the dog and it's like super duper like matted fur or like super goopy eyes Mm. or like anything like that where it's just like, or like literally like, saliva stains all over the dog things it's just it steams me up so mad like even if the dog otherwise is in like healthy and they get walks and things like that and they get attention it's like you're not even like keeping up regular hygiene for your dog and it kills me so that's like prong one and i'm saying this prong two as in like because a lot of times they come together is when they don't exercise the dog but they just give the dog attention yeah. Like they're just like, oh no, he's so loved. He especially you see this a ton with family dogs of like, you know, someone had kids and mm-hmm. then the dog gets like no exercise anymore, but they get a oh no, he's so loved. We we look at all the pictures of him and the baby and like you're like your dog needs more than attention. For your dog needs a diet. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he needs exercise. Yes, the overweight dogs. I should have added that in like the general like hygiene care part because the overweight dogs literally like it's just oh my god. I get so I just get such an anger or just like a a sadness too. There's this um there's this older I feel woman bad. in my neighborhood and she walks this her dog's very old, so it's not like her dog is supposed to look pristine. But Mm -hmm. it's just like the dog needs a hardcore, like a groom, a hardcore diet. And I'm just like – and she walks the dog all the time, which is great. Mm -hmm. I'm just like I can't – like it just makes me so mad. Like I'm just like, lady, it's like come on. You love this dog so much. I can tell. Like why aren't you actually taking care of her? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. I feel that. Those are our rants. This is going to be – we're going to end it on a super quick – Quick fire round. Super quick, quick fire round. (laughs) Quick fire round. Here we go. I'm ready. All right. Favorite thing and least favorite thing about each of your dogs. Oh, God. Okay. I'll start with Zeke uh, because that's the easiest. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The least favorite thing about Zeke is that he is – he knows what he needs to do and he just won't do it. He knows that I want him to do something and he's not going to do it because he knows that I want him to do it and it's not on his terms. So he won't do it. Um, my you're, over here, thing, you're over here like, I could have sold you for $500 to the I, other lady. <laughs> I told you, if you listen to my episode, I, I told Justin, so you should have taken the $500, dude. We could have used that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I love him. He's really cute. Uh, he is a sweetheart when he wants to be. Like He mm-hmm. is 
super cuddly. Like I can fall asleep. This is what I love about him is sometimes, and I think it's when he can pick up that I'm like super stressed or super depressed or whatever it is. He can pick up on it more than my other dogs, which pisses me off because they're my emotional support dogs, but whatever. (laughs) And he will come and let me cuddle him like a teddy bear. Like I will be able to hold him and he'll lay there all night long without moving uh, an inch. Okay. That's sweet. I love that about him. He can be cuddly, but he's mostly prickly. Um, Oakley. Okay. I can't say something I don't like about him. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Oakley is a breed trait, but it is something I have to work on is that he has to alert me whenever he sees anything coming within an earshot. And he just, I know he's doing his job, but it frustrates the shit out of me, especially in a camper or in a travel trailer when we're both working because all day long, I mean, we have windows everywhere. So he's like window to window to window, bark, 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 bark. And I'm like, I'm on a call. Justin's on a call. You can't be doing this. So it's very frustrating. So we're training him to disengage so I can start working on being reactive is how I'm just putting it. I think Mm -hmm. that's what he's doing, but I hate that. And, uh, what I love about him is like he is just I don't I don't have to worry about him when he's around people like I can bring him to a party and he's gonna or like brunch or to a family gathering or like we'll be walking at like a some sort of big event and there's a bunch of kids that want to come up and say hi I don't have to worry about him because he's so calm and he just loves the attention like to kids he'll walk right up and put his nose to their nose and just like look at them oh, like please pet me. that's that is very. Because I Lupin wasn't like that, or and still isn't really like that. And but Albie he doesn't is. like kids. <laughs> no, like he'll tolerate, but he's not like fully fine with it. Like I would want to watch him the whole time, just like because I understand he would get uncomfortable. But anyway, yeah. like I I understand like how sometimes how it just like releases a stress when you know your oh, dog yeah. is fine in those different situations. Yeah. Well, and the funny thing is, is like, you know how kids, if they see a dog on the street, like, mom, mom, can we go pet him? That is Oakley with the kids. He's like, mom, mom, can you let them pet me, please? Like, he will pull the direction to kids so that he can get pets. And it's hilarious because we're never having kids. Um, and then Annie, <laughs> she, okay, she, is, the thing that I can't stand about her the most is she is a crack head, but it's puppy. I, I can't tell if it's puppy energy or border collie energy. I haven't mm-hmm. figured it out yet because she's still young. But she is a crackhead. Like, if she doesn't get her exercise she, when she wants it, she will grab a bone, throw it up in the air, and let it drop. And then she'll like pounce on it. And then she'll go to Oakley and gra- like literally yank his tail. <laughs> and then she'll go over to Zeke and like pounce on top of Zeke. She's like, I need to get the fuck out of here now. Take me out right now, lady. <laughs> um, and I know it's all fun and games, and she's still a puppy. So we yeah. work, we, I mean, we, we exercise her and everything, but. She can go. She's an energizer bunny. We went on a four-mile hike and then took her to the dog park for almost three hours, and she still had energy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's insane. I'm used to my but- lazy hound dogs. I can't even. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. And I do love the fact that she is so smart and cuddly. I know that's two things, but, like, Oakley is not the brightest, and I don't know if it's just a Great Pyrenees thing or if he's just stubborn and doesn't want to learn. I feel like like I said, I feel like it's no thoughts, all vibes. There's mm-hmm. nothing in his head, nothing at all. But Annie, she loves learning because I think that's that border collie in her. She learns things so quickly. It took me like a day to teach her um, to shake. It didn't even take me a day. It took me a couple hours. Yeah. And now she's got it down pat. So she's super intelligent and I absolutely love that. And then she's super cuddly. She's the only dog that will actually hop up and like cuddle in my lap. Oh, that's cute. Yes. Okay. All right. Those are the favorite things and least favorite things. (laughs) Such a quick fire run. Um, Okay. What dog-related thing have you spent the most money on and why? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, recently I spent the most money on Annie (laughs) (laughs) taking her to the vet Uh, thing, though. I mean, that counts. I think vet bills count. Vet bill. I mean, yeah, I had to take her because now now knowing what I know, I'm pretty sure she has Giardia. So. And oh the vet God. just kind of took me for a spin and made me buy everything before he actually tested her for anything except for Parvo, which we are happy to know that she does not have. So that was fun. <laughs> Otherwise, we uh, honestly, other than like, we we spend like we invest more in their toys. Like I absolutely love Fluff and Tough over any other toys that we buy because they don't they can't shred them. Mm-hmm. So like I will spend extra money to get the toys that won't break or the toys that won't be broken or yeah. their food. I spend I spend good money on their food because I want them to have a good diet and all that kind of stuff. So like 
I spend the more expensive, I buy the more expensive stuff, but yeah, I don't feel like it's too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's probably like something a lot over time if they all play with toys. Cause like Lupin yeah. never would play with toys. He, he liked bones and rope toys, but after one rope toy ended up like unraveling and getting stuck in his stomach and he had to have surgery, I was like, no more of that. So he didn't have any toys, but Albie loves them. And so now we're like spending money on toys and I'm like, oh. <laughs> This is an additional expense that yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I want to add to our list. <laughs> not to put a plug, but I'm telling you, fluff and tough is the way to go. They, they the stuffing does not come out. Okay, all right. Well, <laughs> we'll give them a go. Um, okay, what is the most embarrassing dog mo- mom moment that comes to mind? Can you think of a moment where you were just like, oh my god, or like a miserable, funny, embarrassing, well, whatever. Zeke is okay in our house. I mean, all of our dogs have many names. I'm sure most dog moms have that. But Zeke is known, he's infamously known as the sidewalk shitter in our house because he, we will take him on a walk and we will go in the woods. We will go in the grass. We will be, he has ample amount of time, ample amount of room to go in the grass or go in the dirt or where anything but the middle of a sidewalk or a street. And what does he choose? the street. So the most embarrassing was I was doing my latest photo shoot for the dog park bitch. And thank God, I love the photographers. I've worked with them forever. So I wasn't like super embarrassed, but it was just Zeke being Zeke. But we were crossing a street. We were done with the photo session and we were all like walking and we were like technically jaywalking in the middle of the road. And Zeke decided right then and there, I'm going to shit. And there's a truck coming. There's traffic everywhere. (laughs) And the guy in the truck, thank God, stopped. And he like he was like, I get it because he had two dogs in the bed of his trucks. So he's like, I get what's going on. Yeah. But like, it's so embarrassing because it was like where everybody was having brunch outside and there were shops yes. everywhere. And I was like, Hi, why do you got to do that? Okay, I'm sorry. But like, it's a part of dog mom life of like bending over and picking up your dog's poop. It's the right thing to do. It is. Oh, but yeah. there is not like there is no way to make it like an attractive thing like you're literally bending over to like scoop up shit and i can only I imagine, it. when you have when to do it and people that are people, eating brunch yes when you have to do it in front of people i've 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 seen those people where their dog poops on the sidewalk and thankfully neither of my dogs do <laughs> and because i every time oh. i see those people every time i see someone like you miranda i'm like oh that sucks. Like I'm just, <laughs> I do. I see well, that, the, and I'm like, the, I could not. <laughs> the funny thing is, is like Justin was walking Zeke because he's Justin's dog. I just was with him, and I just laughed at him. I felt embarrassed for him, and I felt embarrassed because I'm like, great, he's with me. Yeah, he's in my photos, but like, I just, I was like, eh. you're like, I'm gonna walk away <laughs> and take some, some <laughs> <For> real <laughs> individual photos. See ya. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's he has so to good. Do that. that was a good answer. Okay, last round out question. Why do you choose life with a dog? I love this question and it's a big question. So I'm going to try to make it short. Because life without a dog is boring and life without three dogs is even more boring. (laughs) Bam. Don't be boring. Get a dog. (laughs) we, We were talking and he's like, are we crazy? And, and, and I said, yeah, he goes, you know, why did we do this? And I said, because we don't do things that are easy. We always do the harder route for literally everything. So yeah. why wouldn't we get a third dog and then move into a camper and live the van life? <laughs> I love that. I love that. Don't take the easy way out. Don't be boring. Yeah. <laughs> get don't a dog. Don't be boring. <laughs> XOXO, yeah, can we make that a shirt? Let's bitch. do that. Yes. Don't be boring. Get another dog. <laughs> yes. Done. Love that. But also disclaimer, if you're not ready or financially prepared exactly. to get another dog, please do not. <laughs> Your we'll research. Have we have multiple life. episodes that talk about what to look for, what to consider if you are thinking about one. We have some tips for you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Both of our podcasts. Go take a listen to them. Um, yes. All right. Well, that rounds out part two of our interviews here, Miranda. It was so nice to have you on my podcast and to be on yours. Oh, well, thank you. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, if everyone wants to uh, follow you or listen to your podcast, where can they find it? 
So you can find me on Instagram. That's where I do almost everything is uh, the dog park bitch. I have to have the in there. And uh, you can also follow my dogs at Zeke and Oakley on Instagram. Annie is in there too. I just will not change my my tag. Nah, nah. <laughs> um, but I'm everywhere where you listen. I'm on Apple. I'm on Spotify, wherever else you listen. If you listen on anything else, I don't know why, but you do. Um, but I'm anywhere. Uh, and I would love if you left both of us a review. Yes, guys, it helps so much if you just go on add a review on Apple Podcasts or a rating even. It's yes, very please. helpful. Just tap five stars. And if yes. you want to follow us, it's at with a dog podcast on Instagram and TikTok. I'm with a dog is the name of our Facebook group. And you can find us also Apple pod uh, bleh, Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. And we'll see you next with a dog Wednesday. Thanks for coming on, Miranda. This was fun. Thank you. Fun. All right. See ya. Catch you on the dog park bench. All content on with a dog podcast is for informational purposes only and should not replace professional advice, treatment or diagnosis by a certified veterinarian, trainer or behaviorist.